Welcome to the If I Only Knew podcast with Debbie and Veronica, two friends with a combined age of 110 years. I'm 65. And I'm 55. Between us, we have five kids, three grandkids, and a total of 75 years married. Now it's time to be inspired, laugh a lot, and learn to thrive. Hi guys, happy Monday. Uh, It's Debbie here recording alone. Uh, Veronica and I both have had to kind of do our own things, getting, you know, of course, with her hair business and the jewelry for me, doing our things. And um, we haven't been able to get together and talk, so we decided that when we were ready, uh, no agenda in mind, but we would each give our own 10 minutes um, to the podcast, and we would put this together as an episode for you guys. So uh, who knew that we'd be like this where we are now, but... I'm not going to be any doom and gloom today. On the contrary, I I want to share with you that, first of all, you're not alone, as we all know. And has this scared the pee out of me? Of course, yes. I've been very scared. And in fact, part of the reason why I haven't recorded a podcast is because I didn't want to bring that fear forward. There's enough people spreading the fear. It's their way. I'm not faulting them. I'm just saying it's their way of what they need to do. And I felt that my way was to be a light to somehow work through it as I do and bring somehow learnings from that to you to help you. That's really my goal. Always has been our goal for both Veronica and I to bring you relevant information of any kind that helps you thrive um, at this stage in our lives. So I wanted to share with you, yes, uh, for the past four weeks, I've been pretty scared to death but not happy with that and mood changes. And some days I wake up, I'm happy as a clam the next day, or even in the same day, I turn into, you know, a monster. So it's all a very emotional thing. And I realized that the trick that I want, what I wanted to strive for is a way to work through my fear and also a way to master uh, my emotional being so that I could help others. That's just kind of what I do. So Um, I want to share with you now, I'm at a point where I believe I'm in acceptance uh, of this whole thing. It doesn't mean that I couldn't slip out of it at any point in time, but for today I say acceptance and I feel more enlightened to try to share things that have gotten me that way. So first and foremost, um, after moving and cleaning, cleaning, I'm a little bit OCD, so cleaning for me is uh, really important to diminish stress. So I let Everybody knew that and, and sort of let go of that. And I basically cleaned everything that moved. And it was a smart move because I actually took our basement that was overwhelming and cleared it and made a nice office for my husband to come home to and work from home. And in that additional adjacent space, there was um, really nothing there other than a place to clean and, and make another livable space. My sister-in-law is living with us. And so she, too, Um, was feeling a lot of the fear and the emotional ups and downs. And both of us realized one morning that we just mis-exercised terrible. Yes, we were taking our walks, getting out in the fresh air, trying going on the pass, um, all of those things. But it wasn't the kind of workout that we like, you know, getting on a bike and really running with it or, you know, a little bit harder uh, kind of challenging exercise tends to help us each more. So she purchased a bike and she purchased a rower and the two of us took two days to put 900 bolts together and um, got it set up. And so for the past two and a half weeks, we have basically exercised every day, uh, not together. We have it at different times of the day. And that has been so, so good. Uh, Really makes me feel um, like I have a chance to master my emotions every day. So 
exercise, exercise, whatever you do, get moving. And I see a lot of people moving. That's great. But I wanted to share with you, even you don't have to buy a Peloton. You can buy a simple bike for $150 and really put that, or even the rower was well under a hundred, very safe, fairly easy to put together. And um, we love it. And that space has also become a meditation space, a place for, for quotes, things that help us. Um, and so that's, it really created a haven in the house to escape, basically. So that's one thing we did. Second, deactivating your fear. How do you do that? And I think, you know, fear is normal. Fear is a natural human response. We're programmed. That's another thing that I learned so much about uh, the subconscious and your brain power and different parts of your brain. But we're programmed to survive. The brain protects us. And so part of how it protects you is by saying, you know, look, watch out. There's danger here. There's danger there. It's, and that comes in the form of fear. But fear in and of itself is, a, you know, besides the times when it needs to protect you legitimately, it is, it is not good because it leads to worry, unnecessary energy, and basically you, you become uh, vibrating, as I say, to a very low energy of, and creating more things that will never happen, okay? So I'm, you can't just say, okay, I'm done with fear. I'm not going to have it anymore. But you can sort of deactivate it. And the way I've done that is I've taken a look at some of my deepest fears. What is my deepest fears? Probably one of my deepest ones is being a nurse. I know how it can be to be on a ventilator and being surrounded by people who some do, some don't know what they're doing um, in this kind of crisis uh, on machines. You know, I'm a quality old nurse on machines that you, you know, hope are the best they can be. But I've had a number of dreams and deep fear about being that, being in that situation and um, having, looking around, being scared to death. But that's not going to get me anywhere because, you know, where my thoughts are, is what I can create. And one day I had a real wake up call and said, okay, let's, the minute you have those, how you're going to deactivate that fear. You're going to go to a window and look out and say, look at the beautiful uh, place you live in, pick up my dog, um, go on FaceTime with my grandchildren, whatever it takes to change and move my thoughts. So look at your deepest fears and whether it be money, whether it be um, your health, whether it be your work situation, um, Many people are facing a lot of things with unemployment, all of that, but you've got to try to deactivate some of that fear, move through them, and try to just um, move through a point where you can, you can get to do other things. So the other thing is developing a sense, and, I've, and I listened to a, a podcaster by the name of James Wedmore, and I love him if you ever listen to him, the entrepreneur. He has a very entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, spiritual approach. Uh, and I love him. He's a one sharp cookie. And I think that he's somebody who I've learned um, a lot from. And, and in his podcast, he says, you know what? Life is really happening for you. I apologize. Everybody decides to text me. This is actually the third or fourth time I've tried to do a podcast. If it's not my phone, even when I turn it off, it's somebody knocks in, somebody rolls in my office, or the dog needs something. So I apologize for the beeps. But I'm determined to get this particular session I'm sitting in now through with you. So life is happening for you. It, it is, you know, if you have faith, whether you believe in God or the universe, that there's always a reason for why things happen and that this life that is happening for you. This period we're in right now is a almost a period of, of total reawakening if you choose to look at it that way. You know, um, if you look at, 
the challenges that we're being faced, the things that we're being taken out of our normal. If I hear that one more time, well, let's return to normal. Well, there's going to be a lot of new normals. I don't know that we'll ever return to where that is, but that's okay. Because for some reason, life is happening for each and every one of us to move forward and learn something. What I learn and what I end up doing at the end of this time will be very different than you. But that doesn't matter. It means it is for you to learn. So one of the examples he gave is, you know, when we're in school, we study and learn our lessons and we study in order to take pass the test. So we're, we're given lessons, we study those lessons in order to pass the test. But in life, we are given a test. Often we're giving tests, much like what we're dealing with now in the coronavirus pandemic, in order to learn a lesson, the lesson, whatever that lesson is for each and every one of us. So learn what's important to you. Don't get stuck in all the shoulds and realize and have faith and patience. And we've all been tested our patience with it, that life is happening for you. It really is. And by paying attention and becoming more self-aware, we can begin to learn why, uh, how we can be in this new chapter in our lives. It's really an opportunity. I often say to people, if something's really a test for you and you're really preoccupied with it, ask yourself, well, why is that a test? Go down about seven levels of why. Does it get down to some crazy thing that your mother told your father told you when you were little? What, what is it? So try to go through some of those and not get hung up on the shoulds or the, or the crazy stories sometimes we tell ourselves to create the worry. And look at this as a lesson um, we are given the test to create and learn a lesson. And the third thing I wanted to share with you is to think, what is the future that will be happening for you? As we're getting at this time now where everybody's predicting, well, when will we return to work? When will the economic, uh, how will that be done? And how will this happen? And what's going to happen? Are we going to live in a crisis for this much amount of time? It's just so much uh, high, low, I call it low energy, fear-driven energy. Uh, granted that people want to know those things, of course, it's reality. But what you choose and how you choose to live is totally up to you. So based on what you're seeing and hearing and what you've done to work through your fear, figure out what your trigger points are, find out the things that you're doing. What is it that you really want? What brings you the greatest joy? What do you think? Does it have to be the job you've been in? Does it have to be what you think you should be doing? Where is the most energy and positive emotions associated with it that brings you to life and feel, that's what I want to be, that's what I want to do? And it is your choice. It is your choice to live in fear, and it is your choice not to live in fear and plan a future that is something that brings you great excitement. So I'm 35 seconds past my time, and I just wanted to bring a little bit of light and love to you all and miss you terribly, you guys. We do. And uh, we'll hopefully talk soon and have what funny we were going to talk uh, this month was going to be the topic of purpose and how do women at this age look for if they choose a different purpose. And we can still do that if that's for you. But if you have questions or things you want to ask us or fears that you've had and want a suggestion maybe on how, you know, different strategies I, I've done or Veronica's done to work through this, please don't hesitate to uh, either direct message us through our social media or uh, get a hold of us via email on hello at debbieandveronica.com. So I pray for you guys. I know you still want to stay safe. And let's plan a future that's amazing for each and every one of us. Take care. Hi, everybody. Veronica here. 
I know you just listened to Debbie and she told you how we're social distancing on the podcast and uh, she recorded from her home and now I'm recording from mine. And just in case you hear any background noise, my hubby is in the kitchen uh, cooking up some butter chicken for dinner for us. So anyway, Debbie, thank you so much for your vulnerability and your willingness to really share the things that you did. I really can understand the fear factor, how, although that's not something that I've really struggled with through this. I can see how being a nurse and knowing a lot of things that the normal person doesn't know, that could absolutely be a place that you could struggle with. I think a lot of people are struggling with the fear of the unknown. Um, I did probably struggle right at first with some fear um, about my business. Uh, you know, I just moved into this beautiful new space uh, for my suite, for my hair business. It's it's just lovely. It's so light-filled and beautiful, and I got to be in there for about three days before I had to close down. Um, and, you know, I'm going now for probably it'll be about eight weeks total, maybe more, um, with no income whatsoever. Um and, you know, still having to pay all the expenses of my business. And at first it brought me a great deal of fear. Um, I think my low point was um, the day that I uh, applied for unemployment. Whew. And it still makes me a little sad because never in my life have I ever applied for unemployment before. And, um, and I did. And I'll tell you what, it's a really tricky process. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's such a different thing right now. You know, I'm, I'm at home. A lot of people are home at home, but they're working. They're still doing the things that they normally do. And I can't do the thing that I normally do. And, you know, Debbie, I, I too find it interesting that for the month of April, we were going to talk about purpose because what I've realized is that, um, I think we identify a lot of times with what we do as who we are. You know, I am a hairstylist. I am an entrepreneur, but it's not all that I am. That's one of the things that I've realized. Um, I'm a lot more than that. And, you know, I went through a little bit of a grieving process when all of my children moved out and we became empty nesters. And um, no longer was I a mom with kids who lived at home. I'm, I'm now... Um, and now what am, what am I, what is my purpose now that all my children are gone and I'm not raising children or giving input daily into their lives. And, and so I feel like in some ways this has been, this is a similar feeling to that, um, is that, oh, the thing that I've have identified myself as for the last 10, 15 years, Although I've been a hairstylist since I was 18, I didn't do hair um, in a salon all while I was raising my children because I was raising my children. And so now this is who I have identified myself as. And and now I'm I'm not able to do that. So who what does that make me? Who am I? What is my value? What is my purpose right now? And it's been really interesting because it's given me a lot of time to contemplate some of those things. And um, I, as most of you know, if you've listened to our other podcasts, I am an introvert. Debbie is an extrovert and I am very much an introvert. So the, the being at home 
for me is not a problem so much. Not having people in my home is, is really not a, a problem. I have my husband around. Our youngest son ended up having to move in with us because he was supposed to move to Austin and his life got upheaved um, because he couldn't do that right in the middle of, of COVID. So, um, you know, I've been, I've been okay that way, although I have missed the conversations that I have with women um, throughout the week. I have really missed uh, the nurturing that I get to do when I'm with the women who sit in my chair. I've missed the feeling of, of having the ability to comfort someone or nurture someone or laugh with someone, to celebrate with someone um, who is female because I only do women's hair. And um, and that has been really tricky for me because I didn't realize that I was going to miss that as much as I have. So um, I actually have a group of girlfriends who live all over the country. There's four of us. And, um, and we've started doing Zoom calls or house party calls. And boy, it really has made a big difference being able to see each other and talk to each other at the same time. And um and today we actually had one and it was very, it just lightened my spirits. Um, so yeah, some of the things that I've been doing to, to cope with this is um, I've been really trying to get some organizational stuff done. I, like Debbie, tend to clean when I'm um, stressed, although I also can shut down. If things are too overwhelming, I can just shut down and not want to get up off the couch, like just want to find a Netflix show to binge and just do that. And, um, there has been some of that, uh, but I've also had the opportunity to really, um, get on, um, YouTube and watch a bunch of hair tutorials. That's been awesome. Um, I took time to go through all of my wardrobe and I have two big bags of clothes to donate. I cleaned out my kitchen, my uh, bathroom cabinets and um, threw away old expired um, stuff, all different kinds of stuff from makeup to supplements. I just got rid of anything that was expired or soon to expire that I'm not using. So that felt really good. It was very freeing and it just lifted my spirits quite a bit. So um, we've taken a lot of walks. Um, which has been awesome, you know, just getting out in the fresh air and, and walking the dogs or just, you know, walking around. Dave has been cooking a ton again. You know, I, I didn't realize what a habit of eating out we had gotten into. And so we decided last week, we did do a lot of um, curbside pickup for the first week and a half of this whole thing. But all of last week and all of this week, we decided that we're just going to cook. We're going to eat at home. I made up menus. I made up grocery lists. And yeah, that has been amazing because first of all, we know what's in the food. We know who made it. And um, not that we didn't trust the food we were getting because we 100% did and it was delicious. And once a week, we decided that we were going to still do curbside pickup. But you know, it's been really fun because I'll get on YouTube, I'll go to Bon Appetit and I'll find a recipe and then we'll, you know, we'll create it. And we've 
pulled out some old ones that we love, like the butter chicken. You should smell my house right now. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um, and we're going to serve that over riced cauliflower. So yeah, just really trying to eat healthy and nutritiously and, um, and get the body moving and keep the mind, um, keep the mind moving in the right direction. Uh, I also have been doing some definite praying and reading and, um, I just wanted to, before I sign off, cause I'm going to go ahead and, and sign off. Um, thanks for listening to our ramblings. We really appreciate, um, your hearts and, and all of you that listen to us. And I just wanted to read a scripture from Proverbs three, five, and it's a very well-known scripture. So it's not something you probably haven't heard, but it, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. You know, we have limited understanding of this and, and a lot of very confusing understanding if you watch different news outlets. Um, but we don't have to worry about that because we can just trust in the Lord with all our hearts. So ladies, I just celebrate you. I celebrate um, all the things that you're doing to, to cope with this. Um, I pray that you're staying well, staying healthy, staying active, and that you're... Um, doing everything that you can to nurture yourselves. We love you. Thank you for listening to our If I Only Knew podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Here's a song we hope will encourage you. Letting go of every single dream one down at your feet Every moment of my wondering Never changes what you see I've tried to win this war, I confess My hands are weary, I need your rest Mighty warrior, king of the fight No matter what I face, you're by my side When you don't move the mountains, I'm needing you to move When you don't part the waters, I wish I could walk through When you don't give the answers, as I cry out to you I will trust, I will trust, I will trust in you. Truth is, you know what tomorrow brings. There's not a day ahead you have not seen. So when all things be my life and bread, I want what you want, Lord, and nothing less. When you don't move the mountains, I'm needing you to move. When you don't part the waters, I wish I could walk through. When you don't get the
We don't own the rights to that song, but that's Lauren Daigle. I will trust in you. <laughs> 